What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future passion. Explore paths to careers that will excite and motivate you. Visit lakemichigancollege.edu to find out how to connect to your future. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. Neighbors Organizing Against Racism has announced a new program to help those who find themselves in the Berrien County Jail and can't afford bail. Director Trenton Bowens tells us the Berrien County Bail Fund will pay the bail of individuals who are charged with non-serious misdemeanors. It will also connect them to resources for broader help. Should a person be in jail that is battling substance abuse? Or should they be treated and connected with resources with Southwest Michigan Behavioral Health? We'll be providing wraparound support services, making sure they get to and from court, and they're getting the total wellness of their bodies. Bowen says the Berrien County Bail Fund is being supported by an Upton Big Idea grant and a grant from the AEP Foundation. If someone lands in jail for a minor offense and can't get out, family will still be able to contact the fund. We're going to have 24-hour wraparound support services. You know, when somebody calls us, somebody will be on the phone to answer, and it takes time. Our volunteers will go through rigorous training. Bowen says even a short stay in the jail can be devastating for someone who's already living paycheck to paycheck. One arrest could cost them their job and more. The Berrien County Bail Fund aims to fix that. The service launches in January. St. Joseph residents don't have to wait too much longer. This weekend is Light Up the Bluff. Coming up this weekend is St. Joe Today's Merry and Bright Weekend in downtown St. Joe. Event organizer St. Joe Today's Danielle Cravier tells us there will be three major events going on. We are going to be hosting Light Up the Bluff. That is hosted actually by the city of St. Joseph, so that is where Lake Bluff Park lights up for the holiday season. We are also hosting Rain Dog Parade, our Santa series, and the Holiday Artisan Fair. Light Up the Bluff on Friday will feature the lighting of more than one million holiday lights downtown. The St. Joe High School Choir will provide a Christmas carol starting at 6 p.m. with the lighting to take place at about 6.30. Cravere says the next day will feature the always popular Rain Dog Parade. That is just where dogs and their owners dress up in a variety of different outfits. We've seen everything from sweaters to full-out costumes, group costumes, lights, headbands on animals. Sometimes they try to put the reindeer noses on them, so it's a lot of fun. All proceeds from the Rain Dog registration go to animal shelters. Santa will also be downtown starting that Saturday. Crevere says Sunday will bring the Indoor Holiday Artisan Fair featuring local talent. That will be held at Union and Social behind Silver Harbor Brewing. We have a link to the full weekend schedule at our website, wsjm.com. Holiday shopping takes center stage now that we're past Thanksgiving, but Black Friday was not expected to be the most popular shopping day. Bankrate Senior Industry Analyst Ted Rossman says today, Cyber Monday is the most popular, followed by Small Business Saturday, which was a couple of days ago. He says all three days are morphing into one big event. I feel like all of these have become more of a season of deals as opposed to singular events. A lot of the deals started early this year. Rossman says only 56% of shoppers plan to hit the malls last Friday. The U.S. Department of Energy has awarded $100 million to Consumers Energy to help the company implement its reliability roadmap. Consumer spokesman Brian Wheeler tells us the plan looks years into the future to improve reliability. 
We do a lot of forestry work to keep trees away from power lines. We're looking at burying power lines in some cases to protect them from Mother Nature and also to putting new and better technology on the system that helps us reduce the number of people who lose power if something happens if a tree hits a power line. Wheeler says with 90,000 miles of power lines around the state, consumers' crews will have to do some off-roading to reach all areas, and that requires some special technology. We have amphibious machines that can go into the water and get line workers out to the middle of the lake, for example. We use drones and helicopters to access those hard-to-reach areas. So at a minimum, we can take a good look at our system. The goal of the roadmap is to ensure all customers get their power back within 24 hours of any outage and that there are never more than 100,000 outages at the same time, even in severe weather. Wheeler says the reliability roadmap will be implemented over several years, and the $100 million from the Energy Department is just a down payment. South Haven Rotarians will be out in the cold starting next Saturday, December 9, ringing the bells for this year's Salvation Army Holiday Fun Drive. The South Haven Rotary has been ringing bells for the Salvation Army since 1982 and says the people of South Haven have contributed generously, providing much-needed funds to help those in need during the cold winter months. Griffin Graham, the Rotary organizer for bell ringing this year, says you can find the Rotary Club bell ringers in front of the Golden Brown Bakery on Phoenix Street or outside Walmart on Saturday, December 9th from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. Everyone is invited to stop by and make a donation to help those who need. And around the state, federal investigators will be trying to determine the cause of a plane crash near Ludington that left two people and two dogs from Indiana dead. The Mason County Sheriff says calls started coming into the 911 center around 10 o'clock on Sunday morning to report the crash. The single-engine plane had just taken off from the Mason County Airport when it veered north, crashed, and caught on fire. Michigan State Police say the couple killed had been visiting family Investigators from the National Transportation Safety Board are expected to arrive today to help in the investigation, which will also include the Federal Aviation Administration. Nearly 70% of us have been deceived into buying counterfeit products online. That's according to new research from Michigan State University, which found that since online shopping increased post-COVID, retail and social media platforms have become a hotbed for counterfeit products. Fake items like airbags and medication most likely do not meet safety standards and can pose health risks. It is in part why the U.S. government recently passed the Inform Consumers Act, designed to increase transparency about third-party product sellers. Winter weather is expected across many places in Michigan today. Authorities are asking drivers to slow down as a result of snow that will continue to fall this morning across much of the state. The National Weather Service has issued winter weather advisories for much of the west side. Some areas in northern Michigan could see six inches of snow. A winter storm warning is posted until tomorrow in the Upper Peninsula, where as much as 18 inches of snow could fall. You may see flags lowered to half-staff outside state and other buildings today. Governor Whitmer ordered all buildings to lower flags to honor the life of former First Lady Rosalind Carter, the wife of former President Jimmy Carter died a week ago at age 96. During her time in the White House, she worked to reform mental health services across the country. Flags will remain lowered until further notice. And there's a warning about buying venison and venison products online. The Michigan Department of Agriculture and Rural Development says the start of firearm deer season always comes with an uptick in illegal venison sales online. The state says people assume the venison is licensed and inspected, but that is not always the case. 
Venison sold legally will have a label with the list of ingredients, weight, and the name, address, and contact of the business. And while you're out shopping this holiday season, many made-in-America items may be on your preferred list. A recent poll by Morning Consult in coordination with Alliance for American Manufacturing finds that 83% of American consumers prefer to buy American-made products. Awenate Cabina heads up American manufacturing companies Shinola and Bedrock and says it's important to promote our national economy by boosting jobs and local businesses. We started a watch factory in Detroit 10 years ago because this city knows how to make things. Manufacturing in the U.S. is at the core of who we are. Our people celebrate that passion and our products reflect this commitment. No one said this journey is an easy one, but we believe it is the only path to take. The poll found three in four U.S. adults want companies penalized for falsely marketing their goods as made in the USA. In recent years, the Federal Trade Commission has increasingly pursued financial repercussions for fraudulent made-in-USA claims. Seventy percent of those polled were also in support of offering consumers who legitimately purchase American-made goods a tax credit. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.